Hello and welcome to the Smallwood Sessions. I'm your host, Josh Taylor. Thanks for joining us this week. Welcome to Mega Quarantizzle Episode 3. That's right, Episode 3 of our Quarantizzle episodes here. This is weird, right? It's been three weeks, we're all stuck in our house, uh, nobody can go anywhere. Nobody can go out to bars, nobody can go to movies. So we're trying to bring you quality quarantainment right here. Uh, we hope you're enjoying it. This week, we have a very special guest with us today. Uh, you may know him as the host of Hey Riddle Riddle, a podcast that solves all your favorite puzzies and riddies once a week. Uh, so you can check that out. I recommend you do. It's very funny, very good. Uh, and also, he is on Hello from the Magic Tavern. He plays a shapeshifter who's usually in the form of an adorable little badger named Chunt. That's right. Adel Rafai is on the episode this week. I was lucky enough to get to talk to him, and, uh, you know, I gotta say, it was really a pleasure. And, uh, enough of me. Let's hear what he has to say. So I can say I'm a huge, huge Magic Tavern fan, and it's really the inspiration for this entire podcast. So oh, wow, thank you so much. Yeah, so that's really cool um, that you responded, like, blew my mind, um, and made my uh, quarantine here with my kids a little more uh, manageable. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> um, and I appreciate you taking your time uh, to call in here and talk to me. That's really cool. Yeah, of course. Um, so how are you dealing with the quarantine? Let's just get right into it. Fuck it. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's honestly not that different from my typical day to day because I'm because I don't have a nine to five. I'm a con. I'm a sort of um, improv instructor, uh, freelancer. I do yeah. some corporate uh, teaching of improv and then also a ton of podcasting. Um, this isn't so different from my typical routine. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm usually at home a ton and then I'm I stay up until like 4 a.m. and then sleep till like 2 p.m. So this is very much in my wheelhouse. So uh, my girlfriend and I are making it uh, a very comfortable situation. And as of late, Animal Crossing is dominating our lives. So we're having a we're living in a world outside of our own. (laughs) Nice. I'm a little behind. I'm uh, in Hyrule right now. I'm playing Breath of the Wild with my. Ooh, very nice. Beautiful game. Yeah. Uh, We when this whole thing went down, that was the first thing we acquired. Very Uh, nice. Smart. (laughs) Yeah, you can you can pump easily like uh, 140 hours into that game. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then he goes to bed and I get to play and uh, it works out pretty well. Perfect. So, uh, yeah. Um, so in Chicago, uh, are you guys on a total pretty much lockdown there? I don't know. I'm I'm in Syracuse. So, uh, yeah, we've been in we've had a shelter in place for a while and we just got uh, Governor uh, Pritzker just um, extended it until April 30th. So oh, wow. we're a shelter in place until then. So we yeah. haven't uh, my girlfriend and I in the last I mean, time has no meaning right now. I want to say in the last two weeks, but it, it could have been 10 days. It could have been 30 years. Uh, yeah. We have not um, left the house except to get the mail. And then I've gone on maybe two grocery runs and oh, that's yeah. about it. So yeah. How about yourself? Where are you located at? I don't, I don't think I uh, found out. Uh, we're in Syracuse, New York. Syracuse. Well, oh, nice. Outside of Syracuse. Yeah, Orange man, Syracuse. right? Yep. Yep. That's awesome. Yeah. Worst mascot in college basketball. Skinny Atlas is up there somewhere. Yep, yep, that's a nice place. Uh, about twenty minute drive for me. Everywhere's a twenty minute drive for me. Very nice. F- the falls are fairly close. Uh yeah, that's about an hour and a half. Hour and a half. So, okay. Yeah. Not yeah. bad. I did. I do the uh, the crazy dad thing sometimes, and just throw them in the car, and I'll let the kids pick which way we go. Nice. And we ended up there. <laughs> we ended up that's there a wild fucking time. game. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. That could really come back to bite your ass. How old are your yeah. kids? Yeah, we ended up uh, there seven and eight. 
great. So, um, but this was this was when they were much younger. This was when they were like three and four before school. Gotcha. Uh, so we'd go Fridays and just jump in the car and randomly go uh, driving around looking for random stupid stuff for a three and a four year old, which entertained me enough. So it worked. Yeah, and three and four they can they can make demands and they won't know if they're being fulfilled. Yeah. Oh, exactly. They can I'm say like, take take me to the ocean and you drive through Long John Silver's and they're like, yeah, that checks out. So yeah, you're yeah, in control exactly. still. And we got um, Lake Ontario uh, right up here. So that any large body of water at that age, you're like, oh, yeah. Yeah, that's the ocean. Um, how has it been in – in? Uh, I'm sure New York is in lockdown as well, right? Yeah, yeah, for the most part. My wife is actually still working. She's uh, works in a dental office. Oh, wow. Um, and Necessary service? Uh, yeah, she's relatively essential. Um, it's for emergency stuff. Uh, she's basically just working to keep working, which is great. Cause- Absolutely. Cause I am not, I have three different jobs and I'm not working any of them right now. Um, I actually, uh, and you'll like Ooh, this. a Renaissance man. Yeah. 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 Uh, but you'll like this being, uh, from, uh, Hey Riddle Riddle I uh-huh. work at, uh, the museum of intrigue in Syracuse, New York. Uh, oh wait, my, my girlfriend and I went there. Really? Yeah. We went there. We were, uh, going, we went to a wedding in skinny Atlas and on oh. the way we stopped at the falls and then on the way between there and, and Syracuse or skinny Atlas, we looked up escape rooms, and that was like the number one search result. It's in a mall, right? Yeah, yeah. So we, uh, yeah, yep. so we went there and we played. We probably played for two, three hours, and it really? was it was a, a a GD blast. Like that place is so cool. I didn't know you worked there. That's amazing. Oh yeah, that's I didn't know you went there, man. I would have like uh, I wish I was working that day. Obviously, I wasn't. Uh, I we got to go back because the the I've heard the number one game is like the night, maybe the mystery of the night or something. And that, that was wandering night. the wandering yeah. night. And that one was out of service when we came. So I think uh, if we're ever back in the area, we'll definitely swing by and do another couple games. Oh, yeah. If you do, uh, let me know. It's on. It's on me. I oh, that's very kind. Off. Yeah. Yeah. Come and check it out. I um, would. I would shoo away that offer, but I really need this. So I'll take it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, and that's great. Um, I'm glad you liked it. There. That place is really cool. We try and put a different spin that's on so neat. the escape room. Um, and uh, I don't think i maybe i don't know maybe i was working and i just wasn't paying attention because uh it's great work in there because i get to be in a character all day that's um, good. that's wonderful and, and that's a lot of fun uh but you know i weirdly have i weirdly have a lot of especially in like the escape room community for some reason i have a lot of people who don't recognize me by appearance and yeah. and they shouldn't but yeah. then if i talk to them for a little bit they'll be like your voice sounds very familiar like i once called a, an escape room in new orleans and I booked a room, and then at the end of the call, they're like, "Wait a second, is this is this a dollar a fine?" And I'm like, "Uh huh, this is Adel." So it's uh, it's I think the escape room community more so than most listens to and enjoys podcasts, or, or at least Riddle podcasts, which makes sense. Yeah. Oh yeah, that makes a lot of sense. How uh, has it been in in quarantine or lockdown with kids? Oh, uh, well, my entire living room is blanket fort right now, uh, okay. which, which isn't bad. That's correct. Um, uh, and they're watching a lot of, uh, we got Disney plus, so we're golden. Um, Smart. I, I can pretty much keep them and myself occupied all day. Perfect. Um, the hardest part is I'm a second and third grade teacher now, which I was not prepared for. Yeah. Um, you, re- you really find out how stupid you are <laughs> when you got to teach. Are you like pretty hard, hard pressed to, are, are you like nose to the grindstone? Like here are the lesson plans, kids, let's get this done. Or are you like. Here's nope. a lesson plan, but let me also map this on the Mandalorian. Like, <laughs> well, uh, kind of, yeah. Let's watch like Mandalorian, and, and I'll give you the takeaways at the end, the bullet points. 
yeah a little bit we did uh we did music class yesterday and we uh-huh. watched uh we watched fantasia the disney thing so i'm like well this is cartoons and we can yeah. watch this but Perfect. then i made them I made him listen to Zeppelin afterwards, and I was like, this is music, too. <laughs> From Fantasia yeah. to Zeppelin, honestly, yeah. not that big a leap now that I think about it. They they yeah. kind of are, they're kind of kissing cousins. Yeah, I wanted to put on cartoons while we were listening to Zeppelin and oh, be like, fuck. see, it's the same, and, you know, Dad's going to step on his Josh, you just cracked open my world. I think I think when this is done, I'm going to get high tonight, and I'm going to put Fantasia on mute and then, like, rock, rock Houses of Holy or something. It works. It works. I'm telling you, it works with anything. I'm a That's big fish fan. It works with fish too. So yeah. it's really weird. Okay, then you lost me. You lost me with fish. Yeah. yeah. And you, <laughs> I, I listen. I listened this week. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I went to in maybe 2004, 2003 or three, 2004. I went to Bonnaroo um, with my girlfriend at the time in college, and and it was a lot of bands that I wasn't gonna be into, but like uh, Bob Dylan played, Ween played. And I was a big Ween fan. Uh, Black Keys I played a show for like 10 people. Kings of Leon played a show for like five people in a tent. But then the headliner was Trey Anastasio. Oh. And he was like, I don't know. I, I, I'm just not a fan. I can't get into it. I don't know why. Yeah. I've, I've heard they do fun shows where like they jump on trampolines while they play or like they throw their instruments and switch instruments mid show or something. So I, I enjoy that. The, I enjoy their their approach, I guess, and their and yeah. their technique. But it's just not. I mean, jam bands like. Uh, that that whole festival is like Umphreys McGee and Mo and all yeah. all these bands that are just not my flavor. Yeah. So you're either you either like fish or you don't. I mean, yeah. that's really all it comes down to. Yeah. I like fish. I'm not a huge jam band fan though. Sure, sure. Like Umphreys McGee, you know, whatever. I'm yeah, not, yeah. I'm not, String, the String Cheese incident, which is uh, up there for the worst band name of all time. But I, yeah. I can appreciate it. I can I, I appreciate um, people who who found their niche like. I'll never kind of uh, hopefully shit on a jam band. Maybe I just did, and I apologize. But I, I'm all, I never want to yuck someone's yum in terms of like if you dig that, God bless, go for it. Like yeah. recently on on Hey Riddle Riddle, I talked about my my uh, disapproval or dislike for Cake, the band Cake. Yeah. And I don't think in my in my life in my thirty plus years on this planet, I've never received so much vitriol on on social media. For something that then people being like, how dare you? Cake is amazing. You, you want to be cool. You think by not liking cake, you're making yourself look cool. And I'm like, what, who thinks that? Like, I just don't like the band. Like, I don't know. It's wild. Did they think you were talking about the food though? Were they? No, no. But, but here's the thing, Josh. I also don't like cake. The food pie, pie is king in my house. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I like pie. I prefer pie. Apparently, it's a sex thing. It's well, not a sex thing. Okay, it could be a details. Sex thing. Um, uh, it could All right, be a Freud. Let me lay down on this couch here and <laughs> get comfortable. <laughs> yeah. So you're saying by eating pie, I want to fuck my mom. Got it. Got it. Good. 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 Yep. Good. Good. Yep. Good. That's the takeaway. Yes. Yes, takeaway. yes. 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 Yep. That tracks. <laughs> um, <laughs> but apparently, men enjoy pie and women enjoy cake. That's <laughs> the. Uh, that's it's uh, biological for some reason. Let me pull. My girlfriend is sitting in the in the room nearby playing Animal Crossing. Let me pull her cake or pie. Yeah. Gemma, yeah, are you I, cake or pie? Cake. cake or pie? She's uh, she's deciding. She says both. Depends on what kinds. Okay. If you could only have one. Diplomatic one. answer. Mm. I mean, pie is way more versatile. Yeah. Versatile, versatile. What do you say? Me? Yeah. I say I say pie. What is um 
think that's answered my question. Uh, not at all. What do you say in in uh, Syracuse? Do people have accents? Is there? Can you tell a Syracusean just by the way they talk or a certain lingo? I I think you can. I can't tell because I'm here. But if you leave yeah. Syracuse, like for example, the way I say Syracuse is Syracusean mm-hmm. or bag bags one bag and bagel. It's one of those bag and bagel. I like that. Yes, it's very nasal. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm very Midwestern and like my mom and sister, I don't think I do it, but my mom and sister will say like magazine instead of magazine, they say magazine or they'll say milk instead uh, of milk. Milk. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. And also my, all my, um, T's become D's instead of oh, the, I say, duh, I'm going to go to the store. Yeah. That's just speed. Yeah. It's just, <laughs> well, I guess we'll talk about my drug problem <laughs> and, or my Keanu Reeves problem. My wife's favorite movie. Oh, really? Yeah, she has horrible taste. Um, I haven't but... seen that movie. Ah, boy, I want to say since it first came out on like VHS. I, I really? Does it hold up? That's got to be like uh, 95 or something. It does not hold up. Okay. Um, I mean, it's still it's decent. We'll put it on, you know, uh, when we sit there and flip through Netflix and everything else that we have for 45 minutes and not decide on a movie. I'll be like, fine, just put on fucking speed. Because mm-hmm. I can at least enjoy speed for a minute, um, but I don't know. It it it's still there. It's still a movie. Yeah. So it's got that going for it. I can appreciate the premise of like any of those movies. I feel like there's a craze or or maybe a hot moment for like movies that were situational in terms of like there's there's an action happening that cannot be halted, and then the action that should take five minutes is going to span the course of ninety minutes. So like. I feel like Con Air is somewhere in that vein or like Money Train, obviously Speed. So I, I think I can appreciate the idea of like there's something just barreling forward an action that can't be stopped. I do like Con Air. Um, yeah. Give me the bunny. That's a good movie. <laughs> Why couldn't you put down the bunny? Put down the bunny. Yeah. <laughs> I just watched National Treasure for the first time the other night. For the very first time? Yeah. Holy shit. It is so uh, can we talk can we talk about this? I feel like I'm on uh Mark Marin now. Uh the the oscillation between terrible and great that Nicolas Cage has in terms of he must have a switch when he shows up on set for any movie. I think he has a switch where he's like phoning it in or like I give a shit because if you watch Leaving Las Vegas, Raising Arizona, um uh adaptation He's he's a tremendous actor, but then if you watch any of his other movies, it just seems like he doesn't care, or else he's he's more into like like vaudeville approach. I don't know, but it's he's so cartoony, and even something like he did Bad Lieutenant, Port of Call, like that remake of Bad Lieutenant set in New Orleans during Katrina, and halfway through the movie, he changes his character choices completely. He just like he's like great. We've had we've been rolling on like. 45 minutes of uh, rehearsal and now I'll change my character. And then at the end, they're like, this was no, we were recording. Um, what a goddamn national treasure that guy is. Yeah. <laughs> He's a national treasure too. Mm-hmm. Uh, from uh, the book of shadows. I think. That mm-hmm. was, have you seen national treasure too? No, we just, my girlfriend and I just did a Netflix party. Have you heard of this? Have you seen this? You heard of this, kids? I've heard of this. Um, We did one two nights ago and watched it with some Hey Riddle Riddle fans, our our Patreon um, supporters. We watched it and there was like a live chat. And it was a a bad movie. Really? Yeah. 
I, I have seen them all at one point in my life, but I couldn't tell you a damn thing about any of them other than they're looking for the Constitution in one of them, the first one. Declaration of Independence. But oh, yeah, they find the Declaration of Independence immediately and steal it without without any hiccups. And then I think it leads them to treasure or something. I got so lost. I couldn't it's 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 very much like uh if if Indiana Jones three is the last crusade is Johnny Depp, then this is National Treasures like Skeet Ulrich. Like it's very much the uh, the the Z celebrity version of it. But it's um it's got some it's got some heavy hitters in it. John Voigt is in it, Harvey Keitel, Christopher Plummer. The guy from Witcher who plays the bard. Oh, there you go. Well, there, if that doesn't sell it for you. Yeah. I don't, know, <laughs> I don't know what does. That's perfect. What's your favorite movie? My favorite movie? Oh, shit. Uh, Dazed and Confused is my favorite. Okay. Movie. And my huh. wife has never seen that movie and refuses to watch that movie. Wow. What's, what's her opposition to it? Uh, I don't know. She just won't. She doesn't like. She doesn't like good things. I've come to the conclusion <laughs> that um... sick burn. Well, <laughs> no, you realize that's me... your wife, right? Take a step outside your your uh, oh. comfort oh, zone know. and recognize that. <laughs> oh, I know. No, I'm, I'm I'm watching myself say that. I understand. <laughs> <laughs> the she person likes... the person who's uh, contractually obligated to spend the rest of her life with me is uh, has terrible taste. Well, con yeah. oh. contractually obligated is a, is maybe. <laughs> too strong a term we we said we said we would in front of our friends and family i guess yeah so verbal contracts verbal contract. Other, otherwise we're gonna look like dicks so we're yeah. not you know. <laughs> in the eyes of god god's eyes contract yeah. is my new term i invented wow that's great <laughs> so are you recording stuff uh remotely with everybody else all, all your other stuff is all that remote right now so we are, so um, I should mention I do two podcasts. I do one called Hello from the Magic Tavern, which is sort of an improvised fantasy podcast that we just celebrated five years. Um, and then I also do another one called Hey Riddle Riddle, which is about about to be two years old almost. Um, and that's sort of improv comedy plus lateral thinking problems and solving riddles. And we, um, thankfully, and, and also uh, this kind of sucks, but my girlfriend and I were supposed to be on vacation for two weeks in Japan right now. Obviously, the worst thing that happened to the world in the last couple of weeks is is our travel issues. But we were supposed to be in Japan for two weeks, and so both Magic Tavern and Hey Riddle Riddle kind of stockpiled episodes um, before before obviously before everything hit hard. Um, so we are good for a bit, but obviously, who we're all going day by day, and we don't know what situation we're going to be in tomorrow. So yeah. we ordered some sort of home studio equipment. Um, I currently just have a very minimal setup, obviously, because I'm I'm able to record. But we're record we're um, ordering some some more professional equipment, so hopefully we can all get that set up and and uh, start to do it remotely. I think everyone's realizing how hard it is to do remote remote recording when you improvise, just in terms yeah. of not being able to see the other person in the room. And Magic mm -hmm. Tavern is done with um, some Skype uh, improv with you know Justin McElroy, Zach Reno, and Jess McKenna, a few other folks. And it is very hard. There's a bit of a lag, and the, the timing can sometimes be a little off. Yeah. Um, but the McElroys do it so well with their situation. So I think I think the McElroys have been planning for this for years and years and years, and now they're one step ahead of us all. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, I'm I'm super primitive right now. Um, mm -hmm. I was I was using my laptop uh, with a setup in my garage, literally. Um, Just, like Just like Mark Barron. Just like Mark Barron. Yeah, 
Well, uh, my I've had uh, this uh, this scratch in my head for like three years of creating a ridiculous musical. Oh, and, thank God uh, for a creative scratch. Oh, thank God. Yeah, a creative scratch. Uh, we can, I mean, we can talk about other stuff later if you want. Um, yeah. Like I said. I was going to uh, say termites? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I've had that in my head termites? for a couple of years, and they mm-hmm. give me they give me wonderful ideas, uh, whatever these, these bugs are in my head. And uh, one of them was to come up with an amazing uh, improv musical um, that spans um, a long time and is just uh, yes. the, canon, the canon's being created as it goes. And uh, that has been really fun for me because uh, I, I do a lot of musical theater. I do a lot of theater um, and I've never actually done improv um, like officially, uh, but um, like a lot of men my age, I played D&D. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, that's essentially improv right there. That's essentially long form improv is playing D&D with dice that kind of help you out. Hundred yeah. percent. Yeah, I have a I have a weekly D and D game with all improvisers, and it's the the most enjoyable thing in the world. Oh yeah, I mean, how many podcasts out there are about people and their D and D campaigns? You know. Yeah, um, absolutely. And they're and they're amazing. Uh, you know. Um, What's and, your character? Or what was uh, your character? My, my character. I haven't played in quite some time because I got kids and uh, they kind of suck all the time out of me. Um, but uh, I had a character for a while that was a Wu Jen. Um, which was really cool because he was a, a fighter mage um, and uh, set in uh, an Asian campaign, uh, all Oriental and stuff like that. And it was okay. really fun. Uh, he had a storm crow. Uh, his name was Jubei. He was fun. He kicked ass, but that was like nice. three years ago. I played that. And uh, actually my buddy and I are getting together tomorrow to actually start a brand new campaign. We're not actually getting together, but uh, we're doing, yeah. you know, teleconference stuff here. That's great. We play. Uh, That's awesome. campaign because now I have time, you know. Perfect. I didn't mean to derail you from the the musical. Oh no, no worries. Don't. Uh, there are no rails on the Smallwood sessions, and if there were, it wouldn't. I would cancel production of all of it right now. <laughs> this podcast is off rails, going eighty eight miles per hour. <laughs> yeah, we're helping people through the quarantizzle. Yeah, with quality quarantainment. That's mm-hmm. uh, that's all we can do. <laughs> we're just a couple of quarantines. We're, we're yes. young, hip quarantines. Yeah, yeah. Doing what quarantineagers do. Doing what we do, pretending to do each other's hair because we're too far away. Quentin uh, Quarantinos, couple of Quentin Quarantinos making movie magic. Uh, actually, on that note, I'm making uh, videos for the museum every once in a while. If you check out their Facebook, uh, hell yeah! For 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 listeners, I can't. If you take nothing else away from this podcast, hopefully you do. But if you take nothing else away, go visit the Museum of Intrigue. It is so cool. If you enjoy escape the rooms, it's like escape rooms, but but to the nth degree and with a way more interesting um, stamp on it. it. It's so I've never been to anything like it, and I can't wait to go back. It's so cool. Oh, well, thank you very much. That's a glowing, it's, glowing review. We love yeah. That. And and it, just just to further uh, press the sale, it's um it's basically like what twenty five thirty escape rooms happening happening concurrently in the same huge yeah. space. Yeah, and they've so, done they've done a ton of remodel actually, probably since you've been there last. Yeah, uh, and it's actually the the flow's way better. It's super. It's really cool in there now. That's yeah. awesome. I think yeah. I was there maybe last August, something like that. So yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was uh, September, October. They celebrated their two-year anniversary and uh, did a complete overhaul on three or four of the exhibits in there. So 
That's um, wonderful. I told all all my friends who do. I, I have several friends who create escape rooms, and I told them all immediately when I got out of the out of the the mall. I told them that had to be number one on their destination. Oh, that's great. Thank you. That's great. Um, I actually I helped with a lot of the build uh, in there myself. So um, that's uh, that's really cool. I, I uh, yeah. Yeah, because like I said, I do musical theater and stuff, but I build sets. I uh, My wife and I are both sitting uh, board members for the Theater Guild in Baldwinsville, right outside of Syracuse. And uh, you Whoa, know, I didn't know you did musical theater. Yeah. Yes, That's I wonderful. Do. What do you what do? You yeah. do? What's your uh, role? Uh, I, uh, the comic relief, the, the second banana. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. one of my girlfriend and I go, we usually go about four times a year to New York just to see two or three broad shows per pop. So we're, we're oh, that's awesome. pretty much obsessed. Yeah. Yeah. I do like community stuff. It keeps me busy. I've been doing it my whole life. Um, cause we're in Syracuse. So it's not like I'm going to be making money, uh, you know, going to do Syracuse. There's like two, two or three places in Syracuse where you could actually make money acting. Um, but I haven't really gotten into those. I'm doing, community Very cool. stuff, but it's really fun. I mean, you know, I, I got to be Tenardier. I got to be, um, like a lot of really, roles i would never get to play if i left syracuse for that matter yeah that's wonderful <laughs> i just realized who I, who you maybe audibly remind me of and maybe i'm wrong jimmy pardo oh wow thank you have you ever gotten that before no i haven't but i will say thank you very much that's uh i'll take that um i don't know who that is but no <laughs> <laughs> well let me just say he's never not funny Oh, 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 Jimmy Pardo. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought you said Jimmy Pardon. I thought he oh. was that large trusted gentleman. <laughs> yeah. It's my uncle who just got out of jail. He got a Jimmy Pardon. Um yeah. so so you do improvised musical. Yeah. Uh we do an improvised musical and the name of that musical is Ya Butt. Uh which Ya Butt, uh, okay. Which sprung from my wife always asking me where things are, and I said, Did you check Ya Butt? And then uh it, it went from there as things did. <laughs> Uh, and that sat, that sat in my brain for a very long time. And I figured how I thought, how can I, you know, what, what the fuck can I do with this? It's really stupid. Um, I have no outlet for it. So mm -hmm. I just was like, you know, everybody's got a podcast. I'll just make a podcast. And that was yeah. that. the purpose. If you ever have uh, listeners, if you ever have the inkling or just the, the sapling of an idea and you don't know what to do with it, turn it into a never ending musical. Exactly. Exactly. That solves <laughs> that solves any content issues. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but then we've been doing that for about 13, 13 or fourteen episodes, and I'm Perfect. like, okay, yes. this is this is kind of getting written. We have like four snippets of songs that are written, kind of. Um, and uh, do people sing? Do people ever sing when they do it? I've had a couple people come on and straight up uh, just write improvised songs with um, my friend who was randomly here with a guitar that day. Uh, and was sitting down to play and I called him and said, Hey, come be my, uh, you know, uh, Vivino there from Conan and play some music for me. You Your know, friend was like, randomly there with a guitar. Do you record on a college quad? Uh, no, but my garage is quite like a college quad. There's gotcha. A frisbee. Okay. There's, there's multiple Frisbees, uh, <laughs> a beer bong in the corner. Yeah. Some sleeping stoners. <laughs> yeah. Um, but he was here, uh, and he had his guitar cause he was going to put like do some, uh, you know, intro and outro music and stuff like that. And, uh, yeah. some interludes and, uh, my friend, my two friends came over to record and, uh, they decided they were just going to go with it and wrote like three songs on the fly right there. And I was like, Holy shit. I am. That's wild. I am very impressed right now. Like, I don't think I could do that. And then he came over again. We have a big, uh, we did a big three, three episode on March 3rd for uh your butt day. 
because uh, it's three three and it looks like two butts. So, do you want to know a fun little tidbit about me? Yes. My favorite number in the world, and it has been for forever, is thirty three. Oh my god! It's this is kismet. This is uh, that that we're here talking. I was about born you to your butt. <laughs> yeah. But three three was your butt day, and we did a whole uh, your butt baby bunch, bunch of music. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. So, um. Well, uh, if you ever sell, if you ever sell your butt day merch, three three, consider me uh, a buyer. Yes, yes, we're planning on it. Uh, <laughs> once, once this takes off beyond the, uh, I'm, I'm thinking we might have twenty twenty listeners after this. Uh, after this, ooh, so, yeah, you so, overestimate my popularity. Yeah. <laughs> well, we have nineteen now, so I'm assuming you're gonna <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna listen. <laughs> um. Well, uh, thanks for uh, just sitting here talking to me. This is great. Yeah, of um, course. This is very easy, and and uh, you're you're a great host. So I appreciate you having me on. Yeah, uh, we we uh, we. I say it's the royal we. Normally, Dave's with me, but I decided to cut him out of this interview uh, because uh, the issues we were having earlier. Um, and those were interpersonal. What's that? Yeah, yeah. The issues were that. interpersonal. Yeah, I called him earlier, and he's kind of being a dick. <laughs> and uh, I was like, you know what? I'll just do this. We'll call you later. Yeah. Um, but what I'm going to try and do now is uh, reintroduce him to the conversation. Um, and so we can have some stupid fun here and do uh, do a couple games if you're down. Doing it on your phone. Oh, Josh man. is doing it on his phone. Uh, He's taking a look. He's pulling up Dave. Doing <laughs> it on his phone. Dave, if he doesn't join soon, we'll just be stupid without Dave. It sounds like you're a janitor walking through a million corridors. Like I hear like the jingles of keys. Oh, that I hear is, attempts to open doors. I apologize. That was, as I said, my dog and children uh, oh, okay. come out. Uh, my children actually opened the door and let the dog out. So I am. So now we know. Janitor. Now we know the titular question. Baja boys. Baja men. Yep. It was my kids. It was my kids. Oh, and you said you didn't listen to any of these. <laughs> oh, is that a running bit? It kind of is, yeah. Yep. We are, we're always wondering who let the dogs out. Josh, that's how instinctual I am as a comedian. I don't I don't know how I do it. I just have this net inside of me that just catches anything that's out there in the ether, and I just latch onto it and make a fucking meal out of it. So I knew it. I knew it. Yeah. You, were, you were hungry, and, and you know this this podcast was just a delicious snack for you to keep you, you know, to fill yeah. you. Mm-hmm. I'm glad. Yum, yum, yum. Yum, 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 yum. So are we right. still we're still trying to get Dave on the line? We were trying on the horn. I think I think I'm gonna uh, you know just say fuck Dave, um, ladies. Uh, if you want to do that, you can get a hold of him, uh, Dave Hughes, uh, at his house. I don't actually know his email. <laughs> at DaveHughes.yahoo. At his house. <laughs> at DaveHughes.hishouse. Um, I don't know. But he might jump in. But uh, until Great. then, um, I'm just going to go um, and I'll, I'll let you choose uh, if you'd rather do an episode of Movie Roundup or uh, Forgotten Musicals. Um, let's do Movie Roundup since we were talking earlier about uh, Speed and all and uh, Dazed and Confused. All right. All right. Cool. That works. Uh, so uh, there's Dave. Hey, perfect timing. All right. Hello, Dave. Hey, what, what happened? Dave, okay. give us something. Give you something. Are we all still good? Yeah. 
What what happened? Cool. <laughs> I thought I went to get new headphones. I think the problem was on your end, right? Uh... Um. Yeah. Sure. Um. Yeah. We haven't. Uh. We haven't been recording at all. So, uh, welcome to the podcast that we just started talking on, Dave. Um... Uh, yeah, I'm glad. I'm uh, glad I could join you at the very beginning of it. Clearly, I'm here for the inception of it. Obviously, that's the way things are going. Yep, the top is still spinning. We're at the inception of the show. Yeah. All right. Well, on that note, Dave, you're just in time for Movie Roundup with our host, Sir Drake Johnson. So, Are you ready for that, I guess, Dave? I guess I'm ready as a... Uh... Dave, did you just wake up for a, from a 100-year nap? What's going I did, on, I bud? I wake up from a 100-year nap. <laughs> Well, I've never heard somebody come on the mic so groggy and then immediately blame the other person for audio issues. <laughs> is the uh, um, I love I just, Dave. Can I be honest? I, I love just Dave. got I just got it up from this hundred year. Now. I have one question: is the is the quarantine th- still a thing, or is that over with? Yeah, it's, it's yes. been it's been a hundred years. Is it? It's it's got to yeah. be. O- it's all it's all over, and it's been novelized. It's been uh, turned into films. Uh, Jaden Smith did a whole trilogy about oh, it. Oh, really? Well, that's, that's yeah. Good. I mean, it was it was called Quarantizzle. Oh, yeah, Jaden Smith. Yep. Yeah, but how, it was, it I was mean, how could, how could anybody see it if uh, their eyes aren't real? Yeah, exactly. That's that's true. the plot of the movie. <laughs> All right, then. All right, so um, if you guys are ready, oh, there's my wife. Oh, wait, hold on, one second. Oh. Hey, Corey. Hey. Cake or pie? Cake. Okay. Oh. Cake? Cake without hesitation. Okay. Oh yeah, I don't like pie. She proved your theory. Yeah, there we go. Was that the right answer? Uh, technically, yeah. men is from pie and women's from cake. Oh, well, there you, go. there you go. Would you like to stick around for a episode of Movie Roundup, for? Uh, no. Okay, not I'm this going time. to try to keep your children from coming in the garage. Okay, I appreciate. Ooh, that. your children burn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're very they're very rarely hers um well that was my wife Corey. so she stopped by hi Corey. bye Corey. yeah we have an open door policy here so sometimes she'll Ooh, walk in kinky and, just like uh, thomas Middleditch, huh yeah yeah oh exactly so if you're ever in the area we are just outside of syracuse um <laughs> Welcome to Movie Roundup. I am your host, Sir Drake Johnson. I am very lucky this afternoon to have two guests with me. Uh, one of them uh, has just run a marathon or taken a very long nap. And the other uh, is also here. So, gentlemen, if you would introduce yourself and then we'll get talking about movies. Uh, oh. Yeah, my name is Bark, Bark, Bark. Well, it's nice to meet you. Yeah, my name is uh, Jeff Gulch. Jeff Gulch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, Jeff Gulch, uh, where are you from? Uh, I am from uh, Tennessee, a little Tennessee. town called Nashville. Nashville, Tennessee. Hot chicken uh, capital of the world. Is that one of the, the smaller the smaller cities in Nashville? I'm uh, actually quite large. Mm. Yeah. All right. You'd be surprised. Quite a large place. Taylor, oh, Taylor Swift? Taylor Swift. I apologize for the um, barking, but my god dogs have alerted me that they are loud and annoying. 
Um, now, um, I'm sorry, so your name again? Uh, bark, bark, bark. That was me talking right there. I was just saying my name. Oh, yes. I'm sorry. All right, yes. Um, and Bark, 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 what was your uh, seventh favorite movie you've ever seen? Uh, I'm, I'm going to go with uh, Stand By Me. All right. Uh, Stand By Me. And uh, I've never seen that movie. Uh, so if you could give me the description of it as best you could, that would be great. Have, you haven't heard anything about it? Uh, no, I've never heard anything about that movie, actually. Uh, it's not one of my... My neighbor Steve is where I get most of my information on movies. Uh, also by doing Movie Roundup and rounding up people I know who have seen movies uh, to tell me about the movies they've seen. Uh, Stand By Me, it's... Uh, it's you know, it's... it's... It's pretty accurate for these times that we're living in right now. It's uh, it's about uh, a disease that's wiping out the population of the world. Uh, it's about a, a group of strangers that need to come together and uh, be close to one another. Oh, oh, all right. And and now, uh, Mr. Gulch, was it? Mm-hmm. Jeff Gulch. Uh, yes. Have Have you seen uh, the movie Stand by Me? I have seen Stand by Me. I believe it's adapted from a Stephen King short story. And uh, uh, is that starring a young Jerry O'Connell? It is. It's it's starring uh, a very young, uh, extremely thin Jerry O'Connell. And it's a uh, yeah. It's okay. Don't know why I had to mention uh, that. You know, I just like to put a picture in people's heads of uh, what he looked like during the movie. Um, and uh, yeah, it's uh, definitely a very very short story. It was uh, Stephen King's shortest story that he wrote. It was only two pages long, but uh, it, it turned out to be a pretty good movie. All right. Now, um, are there clouds in this in this movie? Uh, of course, there are clouds. Yeah, there's a lot of shots of the sky. Um, no, I said clowns. Clowns. clowns uh, oh, honk, clowns. Honk. Yes, yes, there yes. are. There are clowns. Um, yeah, oh, right. they they live in the sky with the clouds. Uh, yeah, they're definitely far oh. above the ground. All right. Well, it sounds like a wonderful movie. I will uh, make sure not to watch. Uh, now, Mr. Gulch, um, mm -hmm. naturally. Uh, I asked I asked our other guest, Mr. Bark, 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 his seventh favorite movie. So naturally, I'll ask you your 12th favorite movie. Well, what's your 12th favorite movie? Ooh, 12th favorite movie. Got to dig into the mental archives here. I, I got I have to go with Grease 2. Grease 2? Yeah. Wow, that is wonderful. Um, and now, uh, is that uh, anything like uh, Grease 3? Um, it's, it's sort of the connective tissue between Grease and Grease 3. Wow, that is wonderful. Wow. We're in a 42-year-old Michelle Pfeiffer uh, pretends to be a high school student. Um, <laughs> she falls in love with an Australian motorcycle man and uh, singing a bounce. Is that the one where wow, she's, sounds... she's teaching in the inner city school? Is that what she, this... That's That's exactly right. So during the songs, when the kids get the lyrics correct, she tosses them king-size Snickers, and they are thrilled. Well, who? Wow. Uh, she's also she's also trying to leave a troubled past behind her. Of course, she was married to Al Pacino for some years. Mm -hmm. She became a coke addict from Baltimore, and uh, she's just trying to escape her past. And she's also in high school as a forty-two year old because she's never been kissed. Oh, wow, that's terrible. Oh. Never being kissed. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. it, I mean, it sounds like a paradise, except for the fact that uh, she, uh, um, you know, has never been kissed. Yes, exactly. Um, yes, and um, and so we all know high school is a kisser's paradise, famously. Yes. Uh, yes. I mean, that's what, when I was in high school, we used to just call it Kisser's yeah. Paradise. Yeah, you're spending, I mean, when you're in high school, you're spending most of your life in a Kisser's Paradise. Most of your life in Kisser's Paradise, for sure. Mm, yes. Uh, well, I, you, I, you, I, your French I, tongue once or twice, living in a Kisser's yes. Paradise. 
Yes, I went to a. Uh, I went. To you get finger place. blasted thrice or fourth living in a kisser's paradors. That's also true. Yes. Mm-hmm. What else? <laughs> uh, oh, wonderful, wonderful. Um, so now uh, I, w- I will get to the best part of uh, movie roundup, where mm-hmm. I'm going to ask Mr. Bach, Bach, Bach. Uh, if you were to entice me to watch movies, uh, what would be the movie you? chose for me to be watch as my very first movie okay let's see very first movie let's see i mean we already mentioned um we are we already mentioned stand by me i'm trying to think of something else here fear and loathing in las vegas oh oh i do know about this movie and uh, um this is uh this one has nicholas yes. cage in yes. it, right and he's he's in Las Vegas, uh, and and he's uh, he can't get out. Uh, for well, some he can't get out because he's he's trying to discover some secrets that are in the Constitution, and and the Declaration of Independence, and he's and and that's why he can't mm-hmm. escape. Mm-hmm. Right. right, right. Wow, wow, wonderful. Um, so so he can't. Right, leave. that's correct. Yes, he can't re- leave. Okay, right. Uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And is he on a lot of drugs or? Um, uh, I've great question. Can I just say great question? Thank you. Yes, I, I'm just wondering. I need to know uh, most movies. It's one of the first questions I ask is how many drugs <laughs> yeah. is the main character? Jacob's Ladder. Is he on a lot of drugs? Is he on a lot of drugs? Because that, that could change that entire movie. You know, it changes the entire plot if you realize the main character was just on a lot of drugs. Uh, yeah, yeah, he's, so. yeah, of course. He, he's definitely on a lot of drugs. I mean, have you ever seen a Nicolas Cage <laughs> movie? I'm pretty sure he's on a lot of drugs in all the movies. I have oh, not yeah, ever seen a Nicolas Cage movie. You haven't seen that. No. Right. As I said, I, do, don't, I watch don't watch movies. movies. I, watch, I watch variety shows from the 70s, and uh, I'm into uh, Friends. I'm into season two, so no spoilers, okay. please. Absolutely. Ooh, can um, I give you a small spoiler? Um, just, you know what? Uh, I will, uh, Mr. Gulch, because I do like you. I'll take a small spoiler. It doesn't get less homophobic. Oh, I didn't think it was going to. Oh, good. good. That didn't that didn't sway me either way. I'm still going to watch one episode every six months mm-hmm. until the day I die. So, oh great. Uh, yeah, they they say they'll be there for you, but uh, you know I only need them there for me once every six months. Perfect, so. perfect. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, Mr. Gulch, mm. um, what is your movie you would choose uh, for the first movie I ever watch if I were to choose to start watching movies? Oh, first movie to ever watch. Um, part of my brain is saying Birth of a Nation, but the better part of my brain is saying Tombstone, a little classic gem called Tombstone. Mm, Tombstone. Now, I don't know uh, anything about that movie other than I'm assuming it's it's in the horror genre. It is a it is a horror movie. Um, <laughs> and what it what it's, uh, what it entails is a mustachioed Kurt Russell. Moves mm, to a wonderful. little a little town that's basically a graveyard, thus the name Tombstone. And his laudanum riddled wife falls in love with Billy Corgan. Uh, what's that guy's name? Billy Corgan oh, from oh, Smashing Pumpkins. Oh, Smashing! Uh, yes, exactly. And um, so he comes into town. And he wants to make some big moves, so he's swinging his dick around, and uh, everything his dick touches turns to gold. A bit of a minus touch situation, and he becomes sheriff uh, through his uh, magical properties. And once he is sheriff, um, everyone starts coming for him. Everybody wants to topple the king, steal the crown. Uh, everyone's coming for Omar. And Kurt Russell brings in his brothers, played by a dead actor, <laughs> uh, Sam Elliott. Um, uh, Sam Elliott yeah. And also the president from Independence Day, Bill 
Pox Ball, Bill Pol- Polton, old Pulled Pork Paxton, and they're his brothers, and they come in and they open up a little bar, and they get shot while playing a game of pool, and in the end, everyone dies except for the town, but the town carries all the bodies. And I, I'm assuming there's a, a large tombstone at the end uh, for uh, everyone. Yes, there's a large tombstone for the entire town. So it's sort of a, a 2001 Space Odyssey obelisk uh, jutting out of the ground at an angle. And the, the final shot is that the entire um, large tombstone that, that shadows the town, that shadows the entire town and says, here lies the town of Tombstone, getting really, really meta. And as we the camera pulls in, um, we see a hand a giant hand as big as the whole town just spring out of the grave, um, signaling that there might be a tomb, a, a two stone, which would be the sequel to two stone, which of course they made in 97 um, and thus fulfilling the horror requirement mm-hmm. where yes, the yes, town was not dead. The town was still alive and the town comes no. back and uh, the town starts to murder other weaker towns. Mm-hmm. Well, that is how you get your power as a town. Mm-hmm. So yes, uh, that does make that that does make sense. Uh, it sounds like a wonderful movie. It's an amazing movie, and it honestly started the whole um, killer town trend. You know how so many horror movies since have been cities or towns. Yeah, like that the, the the Ben Affleck um, movie, The Town. That was great. That was when Boston mm-hmm. started yep. murdering mm-hmm. other towns like crazy. Exactly, Manchester by the Sea, another Affleck-driven vehicle where a town <laughs> murders a man's child. Um, so yes, they kicked off that whole trend. Yeah. So it sounds wonderful. Um, and, uh, my, my friend, Steve, uh, who lives next door, his, he loves the movie, uh, killer towns from outer space. Ooh, yes. Also yes. earth towns are easy mm-hmm. is a great one. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was a, that was a, uh, a James Carey. Uh, uh, I'm, uh, it was either James Carey or James Cagney. Maybe it's Jim Cagney. Yes. Uh, Some, so somebody way. shoot me. James yeah. Cagney. Yeah. Uh, I don't know impressions other than what Steve tells me. So, gotcha, gotcha. But, yeah, he does. He does a very good Jim Carrey. He told me, "I <clears throat> uh, uh, forgive me, Steve, if if my impression is not up to par." Uh, but I, I'm going to do my impression of of Steve's impression uh, of Jim Carrey. So uh, here here we are. <clears throat> Let me show you something. Yeah, Can I just say that was? Can I just say that was the best Gabo from The Simpsons impression I've ever heard? <laughs> Oh, thank you. Gabbo, Gabbo, Gabbo. Thank you. <laughs> well, uh, gentlemen, I would like to thank you once again for coming to Movie Roundup and expanding my mind to movies I will never watch and have never seen. Uh, for Movie Roundup, I am Sir Drake Johnson. Thank you for joining me. Thanks, Thanks for having yeah. us. Hey there, it's Josh again. Thanks for sticking around and listening to the Smallwood Sessions and our mega quarantizzle episode number three. Glad you guys are still here listening to us. Uh, if you want to get a hold of us, make sure you follow us on Twitter at Swood Sessions, Instagram Swood Sessions, Facebook Smallwood Sessions. You can get a hold of me on email sjtaylor580 at gmail.com. Those are all the ways to get a hold of us here at the Smallwood Sessions. We want you to be on the episodes, so give us a call. Well, drop us an email or Twitter or Instagram or Facebook or any of those things. Get a hold of us there. If you have my number, you can call me. That's fine, too. I'm here. Uh, I want you to be on the podcast. I want to talk to you guys about how you're doing with the quarantine tizzle here, how you're dealing with it. 
Uh, if you like the content we have today and you're liking Adel Rafai here, that's great. You should check him out on Hey Riddle Riddle, where he's going to solve all your puzzies and riddies for you and help you out with that. Or you can also check him out as Drew, uh, the trash can kid, on Hello from the Magic Tavern, um, which is an excellent podcast. I highly recommend you all check out. Well, I think we're going to talk to Adel a little bit more, and then we've got some stupid stuff we've been working on. So I hope you guys are enjoying it. What dog do you have? Uh, I have a Cheagle. A Cheagle? Yes, it's a Chihuahua Beagle mix. Wow, I've never heard of that. Uh, yeah, um, they're the most annoying dogs uh-huh. uh, in the world, I'm pretty sure. Um, <laughs> well, I heard they calm down if you get them a Chong. <laughs> yeah. That's good. Yeah. Cheagle and Chong, classic combination. Yeah, there you go. Um, what's, what's the dog's name? What were you talking about? What'd you say? He wasn't here earlier for the beginning part of the podcast. Oh, we yeah, we talked about how Dave wasn't here for a while. That's a Cheagle and Chong reference. Dave's not here, man. <laughs> Dave's not here, yeah. man. Um, Josh, what's uh, what's your, your dog's name? Oh, my dog's name is Daenerys because I'm a huge nerd. Daenerys, great. Um, yeah, Daenerys Barkarian, first of her name. Poundborn. <laughs> Yeah, uh, the Barker of yeah. Chains. Mm-hmm. Uh, Barker of Chains yeah. is pretty great. I, I had them all for a while there, but I don't know anymore. There you go. So. I have two. I have cats. I'm a cat man. I have uh, oh. fries and brisket or, or two cats. Excellent. Dave, do you have uh, any pets? I had two cats, but I no longer have them. Oh, I'm That's sorry right. to hear. It's been, a, it's been a few years. And I, I don't, I don't, I don't gotcha, think I'm going gotcha. to get pets. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. It was too tough. I had them for too long, and then they were... Then they weren't with me any longer, and it was a. So, like the 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 uh, due to how sort of hard the loss hit you, you right. don't want to have any more pets. It was gotcha. the hardest I thing understand. I ever went through in my life. Wow. That's brutal, man. I'm really sorry. Say a whole lot about my life and the hard things that I've had to go through, but you know, it was pretty <laughs> tough. And I was like, I, I don't. I mean, you. I mean, truly, you develop a bond. So I, I totally, uh, yeah, I can't imagine. One, yeah, they were brother and sister. The first one lived for twelve years, and the second one was fourteen years. So. Wow, so good. I yeah. mean, that's a good yeah, run. Yeah, no, it was a great run. What What were uh, their names? Barnaby and Petunia, boy and girl. Perfect. Yeah. You guys got both of the best pet names you can do. You got food, and Dave's got uh, real people names. Yeah. Which are the best. Yeah, Wait, Petunia. What's, I, love I know a lot of girls named names. Petunia, but generally they're dancers. <laughs> dancers or Harry Potter's aunt? Or that there's that one. Oh, yeah, thing. yeah. Yeah, Porky's wife. Porky's wife. Does she wear pants? I can't remember. Did you did you do a pants poll? Did you ask if we're wearing This is our oh, I didn't do. This is this brings us to our new segment. Which animals wear pants? Uh I want to say I want to say an animal and you have to tell me if they were uh pantless okay. or pantful. Donald Duck. Pantless. Goofy. Uh pantful. And that's the end of animals who wear fast. Well, that's a good. Dave, we've had this conversation about how full you think these pants are. I mean, well, no, that's a stand are, by me reference. They have that conversation around the campfire. What can Goofy can't be a dog? He he wears pants and drives a car. I haven't seen. I don't think I've seen a Goofy cartoon or movie or anything in probably fifteen years or so. So I, I, I'm going purely off of my childhood remembrance. Doesn't Goofy walk with like the weirdest 
cowboy bow-legged gait or something? Doesn't he walk yeah, real weird? Like, I think he's got a lean too. I think he's got like a gangster lean. That's yeah, his gait so is, weird. It is a little goofy, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Classic Mark Marin. Lock the gate. Lock Goofy's gate. What's the um my my girlfriend told me one of the funniest jokes I've ever heard. And I, I, I'm going to butcher it now, so it will absolutely not be funny. But uh, And let me try and remember it. It was something about um, Mickey Mouse and Minnie Mouse are sitting in court. And the it's coming to the end of the trial between the two of them. And the judge says, uh, so let me get this straight, Mr. Mouse. You're suing your wife because she's um, absolutely silly. And he goes, no, I'm suing my wife because she's fucking goofy. <laughs> She tells it way better. Yeah, but, but that uh, was that was has something for, has something for everyone. There. Yeah. I like that. Oh, Thank boy. you so much. Pretty solid. Pretty solid. Thank you. Oh boy. <laughs> I want to do. I wish. I wish Disney. You know. Have you guys played Mario Kart? Uh, yes. Yeah. I wish to. I wish to the heavens that Disney would do like a Disney Kart, like all the characters just like doing a battle royale racing game or something. I'm to be honest with you, I'm surprised they have. Yeah. Because. You know they can make money on it. And so Kingdom Hearts was a smash, so yeah, they could do Kingdom Heart, Kingdom Hearts racing. Kingdom oh, Hearts, oh my god, King oh my Hearts. god, Boom. holy shit! Don't everyone, everyone, shut up! Yeah. Everyone, oh, shut, <laughs> everyone, shut up! Josh, get get on the computer and type up Kickstarter dot dot Patreon <laughs> slash yeah, GoFundMe. Somebody knows how to design video games, and Perfect. somebody who's got an Great. We just need to, yep. yeah. And the smallest hurdle will be, yes, getting licensing from Disney. Kingdom Carts. Everyone, if you're on social media, uh, yeah. Josh, do we, have a, do we have a Twitter handle for this podcast? We do, at Swood Sessions. Uh, tag at Swood Sessions, hashtag Kingdom Carts. And Kingdom Carts. I'm being, I'm, I've just been told, what's that? Okay, I've just been told by my assistant um, that if we get 35 people to uh, do that on Twitter, they will, Disney will allow it. Bob, I, Bob Igor has yeah, will allow it. I've, I've heard that wow, so much going on with their licensing of their characters. So yeah. yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yes. <laughs> we can just we can just change them. We can just change them a little yes. bit, like Slicky Slicky Mouse. Yeah, know, and, uh, and we have to let's let's can we talk through the creative process right now a little bit? So we're we're the three co-owners. Of course, I own a little bit more because it was my idea. Fuck you. But we we need to come up with all the Nintendo characters have their own little catchphrase. Mar uh, yeah. uh, Wario has I'm a Wario. I'm a gonna win. Uh, yep. Toad has uh, Toad is best. So what? Are, let's yep. spitball some. What are some Disney catchphrases? Goofy's uh, gonna say Gorsh. Gorsh, I'm yeah. a great driver. No, that's that's yeah. um, Gorsh. Well, Mickey oh can just be like, yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, boy. oh boy, yeah. You know he's got that. Like he's that. He us, yeah. bitch. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But they, what would they be throwing? You know, in Mario Kart, we got the yes. Oh, what are they throwing? throwing? Oh, good one. Uh, I think they're throwing. I think. One of the Dole Whip. Dole Whip, yes. Oh, so to get Disney World or Disneyland Dole Whip, which is the most delicious thing, that's why you go to Disney World, and they dump it on the yep. in, in the back of their car and you slip on it, uh, a la the banana peel. Um, they probably also can open up little Fantasia brooms to bring it as Fantasia, and the brooms will sweep away their competition or erase the character from the from the um, gel from the frame. Oh, wonderful! That's a great idea. Oh, guys, yeah. this is I'm exhausted. Let's move on. <laughs> Yeah. All right. We'll talk. We'll talk about this later. We don't want to give it all away. Uh, Oh, maybe. Maybe. Hold on. One more idea. You know how Mario has Wario and Luigi has Waluigi. Maybe Donald Duck has Donald (laughs) Cuck. 
which is like a duck who he's he's I like Donald he's Duck. He's not gonna win a whole lot of the races though if he's a cuck. Well, well, hold on, hold on. He might win out of spite, but he's he's like a reverse Donald Duck. So he has pants but no top, and he's jacked, and he has a curled mustache, and instead of a navy, instead of like a little boy's navy outfit, he has a grown man's like uh, army ranger okay. outfit, um, and uh, and obviously. Donald Duck fucked yeah, his wife obviously. while he watched, so he's Donald Cuck. Uh, Ronald, Ronald Cuck. And, and his, yeah. yeah, and his speech, his but. speech could not be more clear. <laughs> and Donald, yeah. when he said, "Yeah, you're you're fucking yeah. my wife correctly," is how he exactly. would say that. Yeah, and so he wins in his own yeah. way, but he never really. And honestly, everyone so. wins with Kingdom Carts. Hashtag yeah. Kingdom Carts at Swood Podcast. Swood. What was it? Eswood Sessions. Sessions. I forgot because we're all musicians. Yeah. At the Eswood Sessions, we're recording yeah. this at uh, Abbey Road, of course. Yep. Yep. We are recording this at the shitty bar in my garage. <laughs> uh, all of us are, are broke quarantine to get here. Wow, that was a long drive for you to get you there from where you are. I appreciate you coming out. Yeah. We broke quarantine, <laughs> yeah. or as I call it, Lent, and uh, we're all hanging out. <laughs> Excellent. Is it well, is it fun uh, to have a guest just derail this into uh, a Disney uh, Mario Kart? <laughs> no, it's great to have a different no, person derail it. If, uh, oh, good, good, good. Yeah. For those of us listening, uh, the, or for those of you listening, for those of us, because I mean it's going to be us and like that those three other people. Um, oh, we but, lost uh, seventeen listeners. Is, yeah, yeah, they didn't. Fuck. They didn't like. They the, decided uh, that there was yeah. so like the much other. There's so many other things to do at this. At this time, that they couldn't listen to this podcast. Yeah, yeah. Right now, there's an embarrassment of content out there. Is that is, is that is that the how you uh, um, quantify a group an embarrassment of content? Like you have a yeah, it's like a murder of crows, crows. an embarrassment yeah. of content, mm-hmm. or a homicide of lions. Yeah, I think that's what that is. <laughs> David Simon's homicide of lions. I meant to say an embarrassment of riches in terms of content, but I said an embarrassment of content, and I'm, yeah, I'm standing my ground. That? Yeah, that's good. So hashtag um, Kingdom Carts, get that out there. That's great. Uh, at Eswood Sessions mm-hmm. on Twitter. Um, I I said earlier I wasn't uh, I wasn't comfortable plugging you, but I think since we've been talking for about an hour here, I'm a little more Perfect. comfortable. Uh, we've been talking with uh, Adel Rafai here from uh, what was that? Hello from the uh, Magic Place. Okay. Hello from, hello from the this is Tavern. awkward because yeah. earlier pre-recording you told me what a ginormous fan you are, so it's a little bit no. of a salt, a little oh, bit of a salt man. kick to the dick here. Uh, <laughs> you were trying to be cool, swinging a miss. How do you kick? Casey, a bet. What? Is that like you're kicking the salt or a salt shaker? How do you think you kick salt to the dick? Have you ever kicked something, Dave? You sleepy bastard. I'm guessing it's with one of my appendages. I'm not sure. This was one of your appendages. Um, yes, I do. I do an improvised fantasy podcast called Hello from the Magic Tavern. We've been going for about five years. Uh, we are with the Earwolf Network, and you can find that wherever you I, I don't know why people always say this, but now it's like imprinted in my brain. You can find that wherever you find podcasts. Nobody needs to say that. Yeah, that's like at <laughs> theaters when they're like, if you need to use the restroom, go use the bathroom. It's like, yeah, I, I'm a fucking adult. So I, yeah, that's a podcast. And then I also do one called Hey Riddle Riddle. That's with the HeadGum Network. Um, so maybe check those out and uh, and uh, have a good time. 
Yeah, uh, they're excellent. And honestly, uh, hello from the Magic Tavern, uh, one of my very favorite podcasts. Um, as I said to you before, one of the inspirations for this stupid podcast you guys have been listening to here. So, um, hello, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Crewman Tapota Show. It's called Crewman Show. I really do hope you enjoy my podcast. I usually don't have a lot of fancy technology in my house. The most advanced thing I usually have is a typewriter. And for those of you who don't know, I am illiterate. So it's really just a show typewriter, something nice for my house. Well, I have two guests today for my podcast here. Uh, sir, could you uh, introduce yourself for our friends? Um, it... uh, yeah. Oh, hello. Hello. Sorry. Uh, my name is uh, Streetcar. Streetcar Desire. Streetcar Desire. Now, now, what do you do for a living? Uh, I used to sell umbrellas. Now I don't do much. I'm actually unemployed right now because the weather's been great. Oh, well, that's just awful. I, I do like myself a dreary, rainy day on a Saturday evening. Oh, they're very nice. Yeah, sometimes I just sit indoors and just watch the raindrops fall down the window. Uh, now, well, you don't want to... You don't want to sit indoors during a rainstorm. You want to get out there and get yourself an umbrella. Oh, see, I'm 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 a I'm an indoor type of person. Uh, I, the the sunlight is 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 very very uh, dangerous for a person like me. So I usually stay indoors and all. The... Well, I tell I, I tell you what, there, crewman. Uh, you know what? You know what keeps the sunlight off of you? A nice umbrella. You know, I never thought of it that way. Yeah, there you go. I got maybe right I could get. Maybe a few nice parasols. Do you make Do you make parasols at your? Own I, I don't make parasols. I make I make umbrellas. All right. Yeah. There's a difference. There's no frill on my umbrellas. It's just an umbrella. It's a utility umbrella. It keeps the sun off you. It keeps the rain off you. It's an umbrella. It works real well. Understood. I, well, I'm a frilly person, so if you could just make a few frills on your umbrellas, maybe you got yourself a customer. Uh, now, sir, well, we yeah. also have a second guest here today. Sir, can you introduce yourself? Uh, yeah. Uh, hi, my. My name's uh, Des. Uh, I'm really happy to be here. Uh, it's uh, great to be uh, on your show, and uh, I hope that we can get some uh, good discussions going, a little bit of philosophy, a little bit of uh, talking about life and stuff. You know, that, that, that's what I'm here for. I'm, I mean, I'm here to discuss life, if that's cool. Well, Des, those were some big fancy words you just threw out at me, but uh, I guess we can do that. Now, Des, what do you do for a living? Well, I, I'm sort of in the family business. You see, my dad, uh, he's, I guess you could call him uh, a, uh, he, he leads a lot of people. You know, he's a, he's a leader. A lot of people follow him. Uh, he can be a little fire and brimstone sometimes, but uh yeah, he's like he 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 likes being very uh, strict about the and very fire and brimstone about his teachings. But uh, I I try to be uh, sort of like a a youth pastor version of him, a little more appealing to the young folks and uh, just get the good word of uh, of old old uh, B man there out to the to the young folk. 
I see that. Now, did I hear you correctly that your daddy is on fire? On fire? Um, I mean, fire is a strong word. It's also an accurate word, but uh, yeah. Um, I mean, it, literally on fire right now. I mean, uh, yeah, that's 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 sort of that's sort of his thing. He, uh, uh I mean, <laughs> might as well not beat around the bush too much. He is a devil. Um, but I let that, and I know that's, that sort of scares people at first, but really it's like, it's not about being evil or any of that sort of stuff. It's more about like freedom, freedom of expression. And yeah, it's uh, i I'm sort of his PR guy besides being his son. So it's, it's all fine. Well, that sounds very titillating for me. Uh, now. Um I, I, w- I would like to give the discussion toward uh, something that is very near and dear to my heart, and that would be uh, the literary works of Mr. Dr. Seuss. So I'm going to start with you, Mr. Umbrella Salesman Man, which hopefully soon you'll be a parasol salesman. Uh, what would be your favorite Dr. Seuss book? Uh, my favorite Dr. Seuss book? Uh, uh, you know, let me think. Um, I-, I would have to say it's, it's, it's Hop on Top. Hop on Top's a real good one. Um, I think it would have been better had they had more umbrellas. Uh, you know, the, the, the fall would have been less and it would have hurt pop uh, a lot less, you know. And Dez, where, where, where do you stand on uh, Mr. Dr. Seuss? Um, I think he's fine. Uh, my dad doesn't like him so much. He, he, li- he likes the versions of the books that have come out recently where it's like in the style of Dr. Seuss, but uh, they're uh, retellings of old Lovecraft stories like Call of Cthulhu. Uh, he seems to prefer those. So uh, I'm, I'm familiar with the art style, not so much the actual content. I think the books that I read when I was a little one uh, are, might be a little different than uh, Hop on Pop. Yes, I, I would say Hop on Pop is perhaps maybe just a little too PG-13 for me. I'm I'm personally a big fan of Dr. Seuss' ABCs. Again, I'm illiterate. So you're illiterate. You can read Dr. Seuss' ABC, though. I mean, you're not 100% illiterate, are you? No, no. I, I listen to audio recordings that I get from my public library. I, I mean, my dad can help you with that literacy stuff. You don't have to do any learning or anything. You just... Uh sign a contract with him and it'll uh you can get pretty much uh anything on the table but uh you're not gonna be able to read that contract there crewman oh you probably need a lawyer oh oh that's that was really insensitive to me i I, i'm i'm sorry i should have thought about that oh look honey i'm 57 years old i haven't read a lick of english my entire life now i am fluent in greek i can read and write in greek but here in this country that doesn't help you very much does it well, it seems to me, uh, Des, that uh, your father probably knows Greek. Oh, I mean, uh, oh yeah, definitely. You know. We could, we could write up a yeah, contract in Greek. That that wouldn't be a problem at all. Well, that would sound absolutely lovely. So I got a parasol man and a devil man right in my podcast right here now. This sounds lovely. Uh, now I'd like to uh, move on to a more pressing topic of today, um, and that is your favorite meal to get out at a restaurant. Now, I'm not talking about a big old fancy restaurant. I'm talking about a McDonald's restaurant. McDonald's restaurant. Gotcha. Hmm. 
you know, I, I don't really go to McDonald's a lot. Uh, I usually go to uh, restaurants that involve drinks that have umbrellas in them. Um, you know, you got your uh, your Applebee's, uh, your TGI Fridays, uh, any of those where you can get an umbrella drink. Uh, Senior Frogs, you know, the, the, the like. I've never actually been to a McDonald's. So uh, I, I guess, uh, you know, a cheeseburger. I don't know. Is that, they have those at McDonald's? Uh, no, yeah. they don't. Oh, I, I, I've ne- I've never heard of a cheeseburger being sold at McDonald's. I I always thought that it was always uh, a chicken, uh, specifically of the Kentucky variety. Uh, sometimes it's crispy and sometimes it's not crispy. But uh, burgers at McDonald's is just doesn't sound right to me. Yeah, well, whether it's burgers or uh, or chicken, uh, uh, crispy's the word for me. Yeah, I like it. I like whatever. I I usually like to get some sort of meat and uh just burn it to a crisp that's that's what reminds me of home well what that well, that just sounds lovely now uh final topic of today uh no we we've hit some hot button button issues what with uh, uh mcdonald's restaurants and dr seuss and all that but i would like to ask you what do you two gentlemen like to do on a cold dark night such as this well not such as this because it's nice and bright and sunny outside. But on a cold dark night, what would you find yourself doing with a significant other? Uh, oh boy, you know I, I'm gonna let Des handle this one first. Uh, you go ahead there, Des. <laughs> well, uh, I I don't have that much time for significant others to doing uh doing the the Dark Lord's work. But uh, when I do get the chance to get out there, I like to uh take a take someone out on a date to a nice restaurant like mcdonald's or uh, kentucky fried chicken uh have a little conversation have a little food and then uh see what i can do to get them to sign their lives off to our dark lord and savior how about you miss pay salesman uh, you know, I think I'd have to say that, uh, the, the, well, uh, you know, the, the perfect cold night uh, home alone with my significant other, we would probably, we'd probably make some dinner uh, and then we would, uh, we'd go and uh, we'd go out back because it's a cold rainy night. So, uh, you know, we'd take our umbrellas, of course, and we'd go out back and we'd eat our dinner uh, under the rain uh, like, we'd, like we'd like to do, especially in the cold rain. Uh, and then after that, we would stay in the rain uh, protected by our umbrellas, uh, you know, until morning. Well, that just sounds delightful. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I hope this has been an absolutely riveting conversation for you. My name is Crewman Tapote. This has been the Crewman Show. And I just ask you to love yourself and each other and everybody around you. You know what? Let me amend that. Make love to yourself and others and everybody around you. Thank you very much. All right, so uh, the premise of Movie Roundup is relatively s- simple. I think I can uh, glean the premise of Movie Roundup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I went to college. Okay. All right. Well, then. We're playing so cowboys good. who uh, wrestle up some movies. There you go. Random, put them in a pen, exactly. take them to Kansas City. All right, well.
Hello and welcome to Movie Roundup. I'm your host, Sir Drake Johnson. It's wonderful to have you with me here today on the program. Uh, I have one guest with me, and I would like you to let him introduce himself. How are you today, sir? Hi, I'm Barney Cake. Barney Cake, yes. And how are you doing this afternoon? I'm doing fantastic. It's uh, great to talk to you. Uh, I've never listened to your podcast before, but wonderful. I do like the whole idea of podcasts, so uh, this sounds pretty exciting to me. Do you listen to any other podcasts? No, I don't. Uh, I've never listened to a podcast, but I, I just like the idea of podcasts. So I like to try and come on to a podcast mm-hmm. so I can wow. uh, talk to people. And, All right. Uh, it sounds great. Uh, anything pretty much sounds great nowadays. So uh, All right. Excellent. Uh, well, uh, do you watch movies? I, I do. I do watch. I mean, what else is there to do right now? Do we All got right. To, uh, well, there, there are many other things to do. Um. Oh. But naturally, as I do on the program, I'll ask you about some of your favorite movies. Uh, so if you could tell me your 37th favorite movie, please. Ooh, 37th. Uh, wow, that's a deep cut. Uh, very. What's the first question? The first uh, cut's going to be the deepest. So I'm going to mm-hmm. go with uh, the movie uh, The Elephant Man. Uh, the Elephant Man. Uh, yes, I think I have actually heard of this movie. Uh, my friend Steve, I believe, has seen this movie, and he told me all about it. Um, now, this is a movie in which a uh, small gentleman uh, with large ears uh, is ostracized all of his young life. Yes? Is that how that one starts? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yes. uh, he's mm-hmm. definitely ostriched. Uh, I, I don't know big words. Uh, <laughs> he, tur- he, he turns into an ostrich. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. and, uh, yes. people don't like him for that. And, uh, yeah, it, uh, Bill Murray's mm-hmm. in it. It's a, it's a great, it's a great film. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, uh, I believe at the end of the movie, uh, they have to drop the gentleman with the large ears out of a, um, uh, heli- uh um, a plane, right? Is that what it was? Auto uh, gyro. Yes. Yeah. The whole, the whole operation was to drop, um, drop him out of the plane and they called him Dumbo the whole time because of his big ears. No, they caught no, no, they called him Dumbo because he was a stupid, stupid elephant. Uh, he, he could barely do his multiplication tables. He just wasn't very bright. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right, right, right. Well, it sounds like a wonderful movie, if I'm remembering what Steve told me correctly. Um, now, uh, since I've asked you your 37th movie, it's only natural that I now ask you your 23rd favorite movie. 23rd. Lucky, lucky 23. That would be the movie Closer. Mm, closer. I don't believe I know anything about that movie. Um, well, it's a, it's a sci-fi adventure um, mm-hmm. where some aliens are, are coming to Earth and uh, Richard Dreyfuss is in it. Oh, wonderful. And uh, the aliens take the form of shark that he has to hunt. Um, and uh, he's also a music teacher. Um, ah, yes, yes. Um, pretty exciting. Wonderful, wonderful. Well, it sounds like a, a wonderful movie. And was, uh, Richard Dreyfus, you say? Yes. Richard oh, all right. Dreyfuss. Has he done any other movies? The name does sound familiar. Uh, yeah, well, he was on Seinfeld for a long time. Oh, oh, yes. He uh, is Elaine. Yes. Uh, yes. Uh, ah, Elaine, so. uh, Elaine Beignet. Ah, yes, yes. I thought so. I don't watch uh, Seinfeld, so I wouldn't. Oh uh, well, um, it takes place. It takes place in um, in in New Orleans and Louisiana. Uh, Elaine Beignet. She 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 serves up pastries to people. Uh, she runs mm-hmm. a pastry shop, and they're always congregating in the pastry shop, and they sit around and they talk. Um, it's a it's a pretty good show. 
Mm-hmm. It sounds like a wonderful program. Um, a lot so, happens. I mean, it's a show about a lot of things happening. Mm-hmm. Sounds sounds active and exciting. Um, now, I asked you your 37th and 23rd. Now, uh, naturally, what is your 16th favorite movie? Sweet 16. Uh, Diamonds Are Forever? Uh, that is not what I've heard. <laughs> hmm. uh, I'm sorry. Past listeners will get that joke. Um, uh, so... Uh, diamonds are forever. I don't. Uh, uh, I don't know um, actually what that one's about. It's a, it's a, it's um, but a, is that? I believe Leonardo DiCaprio is in that. Yes. Yeah, he's the narrator. It's a. Mm-hmm. It's a biopic about the the life and the work of Lou Diamond Phillips. Oh, oh, wonderful! Uh, yeah, so they go into great depth about Young Guns mm-hmm. and uh, Young Guns Two. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, Young Guns Three. Uh, oh yes, one of Steve's favorite movies. <laughs> yeah, and uh, Young Guns Four. Oh, excellent. Um, and then um, I believe uh, there was another movie uh with with Lou Diamond Phillips in it. Um, uh, was that uh, I believe it was Stand by Me. Yeah. Um, yes, it was Stand uh, by yes. Me. Mm-hmm. Where he was a principal or something. Mm-hmm. Um, he he yes. carried around a bullhorn. He carried around mm-hmm. a two by four. Yes, yes, said, yes. Uh, that was. You know, yes. If you if you got you know if you need some help, you can always just um, stand close to me and uh, I'll hold your hand. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yes, yes. And um, uh, they they uh, he will train them. Uh, you know how to run and jump. Um, now, um, I've asked these other movies of you. Now it's getting serious. I'm going to ask you your 12th favorite movie. Uh, my 12th favorite movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. 12th favorite movie. Um, well, it's got to be The Polar Express. Oh, oh. Um, I, I, I don't believe I know what that one is. Uh, I know Steve told me he started watching it, but it was very, very creepily animated, so he stopped. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm a, I'm a, I'm from Syracuse, New York, and so uh, it's got a little special place in my heart because it's about a football player uh, from 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 Syracuse, and uh, he was the first Mexican to win the uh, the Heisman Trophy. Oh, oh, wonderful! Uh, is it was Sandra Bullock in that? Yes, yes, Sandra oh, Bullock yeah. was in that movie. Yes, mm-hmm. I thought so. Um, and everyone was just blindsided by how great that movie was. Yes, yeah, yeah. Ah, it did yes. really, really well at the box office. Now, uh, your number 12 movie, uh, now how many times have you seen that movie? I've, Ironically, I've seen it, uh, well, I don't know if ironically is the right word. I've seen it 12 times. Oh, oh, wonderful. All right. Um, so... Now, uh, as I said before, it's starting to get exciting. Uh, that was number 12. Uh, now, could we have number seven? Number seven is uh, mm-hmm. actually the movie uh, Seven. That's so That's so funny that you asked seven, because it's seven. Uh, All right. Now, this movie I am very familiar with. 
Uh, this is the movie in which uh, Bruce Willis must travel back in time uh, to prevent a virus uh, from spreading. Uh, but when he does travel back in time, everyone just thinks he's crazy and he gets put into a mental institution uh, yep. wherein he meets a uh, 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 gentleman called Tyler Durden. And uh, Tyler Durden changes his whole life and uh, it makes him, uh, even though he's crazy, he gets his life together and he, he enjoys a robust meal of meatloaf um, and uh, then uh, blows up a few buildings at the end. Um, and it's it's just a wonderful movie from what Steve tells me. Yeah, it's a, I mean, it's the best romantic comedy that I have ever seen. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, wonderful, wonderful. So uh, that was your number seven movie. Uh, now, uh, your number one movie, please. My number one movie. Um, uh, I'm going to say Mighty Ducks 2. Mighty Ducks 2. Mm-hmm. Um, Mighty Ducks, uh, the number two, or Mighty Ducks T-O-O as in also? Uh, number two. Yeah, it's not uh, T-O-O. That would be a ridiculous way to name a sequel. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, was this uh, a Charlie Sheen mm-hmm. vehicle, I believe? Yep. Yeah, it was in mm-hmm. uh, It was in French. It was a French Charlie mm-hmm. Sheen okay. movie. Uh mm-hmm. About uh, airplane pilots, um, and uh, yeah, it was really entertaining. It was a thrill ride from mm-hmm. start to finish. Wow, wow, it sounds really wonderful. Um, now, uh, as I get ready to end the program here, I'll ask you the question I ask all of my guests. Now, if you were to persuade me to start watching movies, which I do not, um, what movie would you pick to be the first movie I ever see? Uh, probably Human Centipede. Mm, human centipede i'm not familiar with that mm. movie um at all uh if you could explain it a little yeah, more, sure possibly. it's a it's a yeah. it's a disney movie it's an animated romp uh it's about some uh some uh, some bugs and um and their life when like uh what happens in their uh day-to-day life uh it's mm-hmm. great uh it's a family film it's good for all ages um, yeah, it's just about a centipede and how he goes about his day. There's one scene that's 45 minutes long of him just trying on shoes. It's adorable. Mm, well, it sounds wonderful. So uh, for the listeners out there, uh, on your recommendation, sir, they should go out and watch. Grab the family, uh, you know, gather them close and uh, watch Human Centipede. Uh, it should be wonderful. Um, I, of course, will not be watching that movie. Uh, this is Sir Drake Johnson. Uh, full movie roundup, and I'd like to thank our guests for joining us today. Yep. Uh, thanks for having me. All right. Excellent. And uh, I would like to thank you for listening. Goodbye. When Hamilton first opened on Broadway, as as I mentioned, I think while we were recording, uh, hopefully while we were recording, I mentioned that my girlfriend and I are huge uh uh, wayheads, which is what you call someone who's very into Broadway, and we, um, I, I went. This maybe before I was seeing her, we, I went to go see Hamilton when it first opened on Broadway, and I got to go backstage um, because someone in the in the production was a Magic Tavern fan at the time. Um, uh, meaning <laughs> back then, not that they stopped being a fan, but they brought me backstage and I got to hang out with the cast and meet everyone. And Lynn uh, talked to me for like five minutes or so and was asking me about 
you know, what I do and everything. So he was very, very kind. Uh, and then the other celebrities backstage, oh, wow. do you want to take a guess? The, it was the weirdest combination of celebrities wow. I've ever been around in my life, which was the cast of Hamilton, uh, Busy Phillips, uh, Retta from Parks and Rec, and Dave Matthews. Yeah. Really? Wow. Yeah, and then I was I was with my friend I, I was there with uh, Vanessa Bayer from SNL, um, so she was there too. How early? How early on in the uh, run of that that's show that's... did you get to go see it? This was maybe I mean I want to say it was like kind of at the peak of the popularity when it kind of blew up, right. um, but but it, it was also yeah. fairly it was also fairly um, lauded when it was at the public house still so. Yeah, I want to say that this is maybe like eight months into the run or seven months into the run when it was really getting traction. But yeah, I, I never he never responds yeah. to me on Twitter, but I, I got to meet him in real life. And he's someone I, I hope, I mean, it, I, I know the McElroys and they're obviously very close friends with him and stuff. So I hope one day he can uh, hopefully guest on Magic Tavern or something. Or even if he doesn't, just yeah. maybe have another run in with him because that guy's great. Is, is there, yeah, Josh and Dave, cool. do you guys have... During this quarantine, I feel like is the time to shoot your shot. If you want to reach out to a celebrity or to, to reach out to someone, is there is there a celebrity that you would want to have on the podcast or have like a have a, a, a dinner? Sounds weird, but have some sort of interaction with. No, I'll let Dave go first. Uh, uh, I, I don't have ahead. an answer to that. I, I I don't like to talk to people. <laughs> oh, great! No, That's I, the perfect I don't answer. I feel, I, you hermit, you sleepy I feel, hermit. Yeah, I mean, I have been asleep. <laughs> hermit the frog. Been Dave lives in a cave, and I don't really know yeah. who, who people are anymore. Oh, were you were you talking about Spanish <laughs> yeah. flu? When yeah, you the that's, what, that's what I was talking about. Because oh, yes, that's that's, that's cleared up. Great. Oh, I can't wait to go out to yeah. my. I'll just get my Ford Model T, I, drive to this cave, to to sleep for hundred years, and when I wake up, Cabingo Bango. Yeah. Check out a newsreel. Are newsreels a thing? I think they were. Chuck out a newsreel. Check one out. Look at one. See what's going on. Um, Josh, how about you? I would say, um, honestly, you know, uh, that's how I got you to come be on this podcast was I just randomly was like, Hey man, come be on my podcast. What are you doing? You know, nobody's doing anything. And you're very passive aggressive. Um, Come be on my podcast. I mean, what are you doing? Nobody's doing anything. You got all the fucking free time in the world. (laughs) Joking. Your, your message was very nice. I want to make that clear. Oh, well, I, I, you know, I, again, um, and I'm not, you know, just, uh, being a fanboy here, but, uh, I was super excited to get you on the podcast being what my podcast is. But if it were um, Josh just saying, I want to have dinner with somebody, I want to have dinner Ooh, with Jack. Yeah. Jack. I think that would be a wonderful find. I was that just listening time. to, I was composing a playlist for uh, the uh, one of the podcasts I do. Hey, Riddle Riddle. We have a, a Patreon um, where we do bonus content and all this live streams and all kinds of stuff. And I, re- I put out a monthly playlist to go along with all that. And I was trying to do, because it came out today for April Fool's, um, and I want to do a comedy song playlist and I put Saxman on there. Have you ever heard that song? Is that, uh, it's, no, it's, I don't uh, think I have. Uh, so it's yeah, Saxman, like saxophone and it's, um, Lonely Island, but the, the person singing is Jack Black. And it's one of the funniest things I've ever heard where it's just Jack Black singing this amazing song and the most perfect, it's almost like he's doing a Jack Black impersonation. Um, and it's, he keeps setting up this guy to play these sax solos, and the guy kind of biffs it. But listen to Sax Man by Lonely Island featuring Jack Black. And Jack Black, it, I always forget what uh, what a comedy sort of powerhouse he is. Like, he, he always falls off my radar because I don't think he does a ton anymore. 
but I, yeah. but thinking back to like how much joy he's brought me. Um, oh yeah, that guy's we went great. and saw Tenacious D once, Josh and yeah. I, and it was one of our favorite experiences of all time. Oh hell yeah! yeah. I saw them oh, open man. for Weezer, yeah. and Tenacious D brought the house down, and then Weezer was like the crowd went mild, like people were like, "You guys are kind yeah. of assholes." <laughs> Tenacious D is one of the best concerts yeah. I've ever seen, man. They put on such Hell a yeah. great show. Do they still yeah. tour? Do they still make music? Uh, they just did uh, recently. They Very cool. Tour, I believe. Um, and I, I don't think they came close enough to me to justify going, um, being, you know, in Syracuse. I don't, I don't know if they came to even like New gotcha, York gotcha. other than the city. But if they come close enough, I will definitely go again. Because holy shit, that was one of the best yeah. I've ever seen. So how about you? Um, and you and you've gotten to you've gotten to meet a lot of people. I mean, shit, you met Lin Manuel Miranda. That's pretty cool. Uh, but if if you could choose, one oh boy, person. one person. I mean, I f- I feel like I would have to go with Michael Keaton. Um, it, Jeff Goldblum was up there, but I ended up getting to meet him, which was very fun. Yeah. But Michael Keaton is probably my number one because Beetlejuice oh, wow. is my favorite movie, and he's just uh, I mean, Beetlejuice. What's your favorite movie? <laughs> Um, Mr. Mom. <laughs> if you say if you say Mr. Mom three times, Michael Keaton appears. Oh. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I feel like him over here. <laughs> Keaton is such a great actor. Obviously, uh, a former not former. I did, oh, I almost said former comedian, but meaning he was formerly like a stand-up and stuff. But uh, I just I feel like he's got a good head on his shoulders and just a really personable, interesting dude. He's very talented and has has made some of my favorite movies. That's a, that's a great choice, actually. Him or Jeff Goldblum would be great. Absolutely. So, uh, yeah. So, um, well, yeah, I honestly don't have anything going on. Great. So, so, so is this how the podcast <laughs> usually ends? Is we just kind of peter out? Yeah. And, and uh, yeah, <laughs> talk about upcoming tours? Kind of yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, the Smallwood Sessions, unfortunately, had to cancel their tri-state oh. tour uh, because of uh, the, the, the quarantine. So, we're stuck, stuck here. Um, but, and Magic Tavern had to cancel. We were going to yeah, do a four, a four corners tour. We we're going to do. Um, we we're going to play in one uh, two hour period. We we're going to play Colorado, Utah, uh, the other two, <laughs> and uh, do the four you corners just, you just, like, tour. Move a microphone over two feet and then <laughs> record. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And people, people are like, "Holy shit! You played in two hours. You played four states. Yeah. What? It's it's Colorado, Utah, <laughs> New Mexico, Arizona. Yes. No." Yes. Correct. Okay. So. <laughs> oh, Dave's smart. That's not true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We go to Dave for facts yeah. sometimes. <laughs> and this brings us to our new segment, Dave's uh, Fact Corner. Yeah. Okay. Dave, what's the number one uh, export of Peru? Uh, cocaine. That's been Dave's Fact Corner. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Peruvian women probably actually is the oh, export. I would assume it's like uh, coffee. guinea pigs, coffee. <laughs> guinea coffee. pigs, capybaras, you know, guinea pigs, culture. Small, uh, small yes, Seth Rogen, whatever you said there. Sure, Seth Rogen, Seth Rodin, Seth Rodin, yeah. <laughs> small Rogen. There's, there's just multiple <laughs> Seth Rogens that they're important. Um, well, I have to head out. Um, that's I. My girlfriend's falling out of window, so I better go. Jesus! <laughs> All right. What's what? What floor are you on? That's a, real quick. We're on the first floor, but she has avian bones. Oh, that's so terrible. 
Yeah, you want to. Yes, she was born with bird bones. Yeah, you know that movie Bird Box? It's based on her bones. Bird bones. I didn't. I didn't. That's that's pretty cool. Yeah, they changed bones to box just to not sue. Well, this was oh, this great. Thank you for joining uh, Josh us. Josh and Dave, sincerely, well, thank you all so much for, for inviting me, and uh, I had a really good time. Yeah, thanks. Uh, you know, uh, listen to us on uh, oh, really? all your podcasts. Oh, really? So we're listening to the whole <laughs> podcast, and now at the very end of it, you're going to tell me where to listen to podcasts? That's a great idea. Yep, exactly. Yeah, where you find How, how I find this podcast. before? Do what you did earlier, except do it again, no, and maybe check with us a out. different number. Oh, and the number one thing I want to plug is hashtag fantasy carts. Uh, of course, we are going to spell carts with a K because that's, I believe, I believe that's how, oh, what did I say? Fantasy carts? No, 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 no. Kingdom, Kingdom carts. This is going to be the, the sequel that takes place in a yep. fantasy world. Yes, that's the Square Enix one. Uh, so this is going to be uh, uh, Kingdom carts and carts is spelled with a K, K-A-R-T-S. So please hashtag that. And um, anyone who, who yeah. uses that hashtag, I will send a personal comment to. <laughs> Well, be ready to uh, be prepared to write up to 17 comments. Mm-hmm. If you like move on, yeah. be prepared. I think our numbers are back up. Our numbers yeah. are back up after that. Thank you. Well, thanks, guys. You uh, as well. Stay safe out there. And, uh, this yeah, is great. This Thank is you all great. so much. All right. Bye. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Thanks. Well, that about does it for the Smallwood Sessions. I want to thank you all for joining me this week, and I want to thank our special guest, Adel Rafai, for being on the program. It was really great of you to take the time out of your busy schedule to uh, talk with us. We really appreciate it. And uh, if you guys liked Adel, you can check him out on Hey Riddle Riddle, the podcast he hosts where he's going to solve all of your very favorite puzzies and riddies. Also, if you liked him, you can check him out on Hello from the Magic Tavern, where he is little squishing it all the time as Chunt, the shapeshifter, usually a little adorable talking badger. It's a lot of fun. One of my favorites. You should really check that one out. Well, if you want to talk to us, you can do that on Twitter at Swood Sessions or Instagram Swood Sessions, Facebook Smallwood Sessions, or you can email me sjtaylor580 at gmail.com. We look forward to hearing from you. So from the Smallwood Sessions, this is Josh Taylor saying, mm, blood farts. We had uh, my buddy, my friend Matt Reed, who hosts a uh, uh, cooking show on YouTube called Spatchcock Funk, which you should check out, was on here. I don't know. I, I'm so sorry. Can you repeat the string of words you just uh, vomited forward? Yep. My friend Matt Reed uh, was on the podcast last week, and he's got a YouTube cooking show uh-huh. called Spatchcock Funk. Okay, perfect. There you go. And uh, he, uh, oh shit, I had to repeat that, and I forgot what he does. Uh, I had something, something to do with saying. I just sang a little song. I sang a little jingle. Yeah, and it was that great. sparked something in your brain. Your termites ate that up as as protein, and that fueled their energy. Yep, they're they're chewing on it. Hold on, um, oh, wood. Okay, wood. something about wood. Something with uh, wood. Fiber. Fiber. Uh, my friend. Okay. Uh, my friend Matt LeBlanc. Yeah. Oh, Blanc yeah. Check. Okay. Check. Okay. Yep. Yep. Blanc check. For uh, Cody Banks, Agent Cody Banks. Yes, okay. Cody Banks deposit. Yeah. Okay. All right. the question. Okay, there it is. Yeah. There it is. He said um, that we should call what we're doing Corn Hub. Corn Hub. Yeah, there we go. Corn nice. Hub. Okay. Wow, that was a very long. <laughs>
Long pass. That's yeah. that's kind of a fun alternate for like uh, Funny or Die, Cornhub, where it's just like corny songs and yeah, people doing bits, kernels of kernels of ideas. Yeah. All right. right. Well, that was all right. <laughs> oh man, it's, it feels so good to stretch my character range, stretch stretch my vocal qualities. Such a malleable character driven actor. What what was your name? Gulch? Something Gulch? Jeff Gulch, Gulch. maybe? Jeff Gulch, I think, yeah. Which I think is probably why I talked about Tombstone is because Gulch (laughs) is such a a old-timey Western term. That makes sense. It's really messed up, Dave, that you weren't here for the original 30 minutes of this conversation where we talked about... Oh, really? (laughs) Yeah, part of me was like, part of me was like, was he not able to record but he was listening because that's yeah, very right. weird and there were actually numerous moments in that little stupid segment we did that we had talked about 30 seconds before that dave brought up that made me feel really weird oh, this is baja men all over again <laughs>